What is going on, my bobs and bobettes? Welcome to the Boldcast, a podcast series by the Best of Bold brand that focuses on the journeys of the everyday heroes. We hope to strip away all the bullshit and deliver the real story because the destination is just a byproduct of the journey. Let's go. Welcome to episode two of the Boldcast, or officially known as the first episode of 2018. Before I get started, I'd like to wish everybody a happy new year and a happy 2018. Hopefully this year, there's a lot of great adventures and a lot of great opportunities in store for you and me. In the past few days, I've been doing a lot of reflecting on 2017 and how it's going to shape my goals for 2018. In the end, I settled on one phrase that captured exactly what I want for myself for 2018. I call it 2018, the year of actions. So why is it the year of actions? Looking back, um, I noticed 2017 for me has been a series of ups and downs. I did a lot of planning, a lot of strategizing as to what I wanted to do, what I want to achieve. I had it down on paper. I had it laid out. But... I was always waiting for the perfect time. I was always waiting for the perfect partner. And a lot of that quote-unquote waiting hindered my actual actions in doing what I wanted to do. So I ended up missing out on a lot of things that I wish I had done for 2017. Um, One example is the podcast. We launched the first Uh, episode but then since then i was refining i was doing a lot of back-end stuff that i was hesitant in releasing more until everything was perfect Uh, but no more no more this is the year that i'm going to take action and i'm going to do first i'm going to quote unquote shoot first and ask questions later we're going to get our hands dirty and then figure out what we have done go back and revisit sure A lot of the content that you guys are going to hear might be choppy, it might be kind of out of tune, uh, it might not be as smooth, but I guarantee you it will get better as we push out more and more content, and it's going to get more resonating because it's going to be unfiltered, it's going to be real, but more importantly, you're just going to get it right when it happens in that week, in that vicinity. And the reason I want to have this episode two to, to kind of clear everything is also to bring you guys a little closer. I've I've been doing a little bit of thinking and I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to make best of bold resonating. Something where people can relate to. So the best way I can think of is to do multiple elements for best of bold. So hear me out. Here's the business plan or here's the business strategy. The first part of Best of Bold will be interviewing the everyday heroes, the people who are out there grinding, hustling, who are struggling even, just like you, me, and all of us. I want to hear their stories, hear their struggle, and then figure out how we can overcome that together. That's that's one part. And then the second part is to bring you into my life. And There's a lot that I deal with on a daily basis um, that's related to the industry, related to the marketplace um, that I find interesting that I think is worth sharing for anybody else who's looking to start their own. That could be in line of anything related to marketing, anything related in tech, anything related in startup. But more importantly, I want to go through this phase of starting a business. Right now, as I speak, 
we're still in the infancy stage. Uh, you, you know what? We're not even in the infancy stage. We're still in, in, in the cellular level. There's still an egg. It's not even fertilized, to be honest. And that's what I've been told, too. Even though we released episode one, we're, we're nowhere near starting. So this weekend, I'm going to get uh, the company structured, going to set everything up from a legal standpoint. And also, at the same time, I'm going to be structuring the overall business plan and the strategy for 2018, how we're going to monetize, how we're going to grow, how we're going to scale, where do I see additional elements. I want to bring you guys all in so you guys can go through this with me. Because at the end of the day, one Bob's journey, one individual's journey can also be a learning from somebody else. Trust me, if you're like me, you've seen, you've read a lot of other people's bios, a lot of other successful people's stories, and you are trying to learn from them, right? But there's a lot of times it, what we see outside is the success. People talk about their success. But what I really want to break it down, again, is the, the struggle, the every day, the step-by-step. And this is where I think it's going to be fun and interesting. And the other part, the the third part of it, I want to do a little twist um, to this. So Best of Bold in itself, um, eventually I'm hoping to create a community out of it. A community where we can exchange ideas, where I can bring like-minded people together to start on projects or to invest in projects. That's going to be a long, long-term goal. So I do have my eye set on something very, very big in, in the future. But in order to start, I need to take baby steps. And this is where we're going to start. For the past two months, I haven't gotten the courage to pick back up best of bold. Part of it was really just this pressure of saying, oh, is it going to work? What if other people said no? I- I'm starting to realize as I start dabbling into my own own things, as I get more and more friends on board and who are helping, you really feel the pressure and you really feel this need to grow up really quick because you're starting your own company. And you have people who rely on you. Before then, if you're working for somebody, you're going to get a consistent paycheck regardless, unless the company goes out of business. But with the fact that you're leading a team, trust me, there are a lot of people who's willing to help you, but they're waiting on you. Meaning, this is your idea, this is your baby. You need to know what the direction needs to go to needs to be. Even if you don't know, you need to figure it out. Or you can sit down and get ask suggestions from your team. But you have to be the person to make that final decision and you need to start because you're no longer the person following. You are actually leading and you need to be the person who's setting the goals and making sure things are done. That was a lot. That was a lot of pressure on me, especially given that I work about at the time. Now now it's kind of slower. At the time, I was working about 10, 12 hours a day just job job and then coming back working on at least two hours or so a day on um, car wink making sure that the copy was out making sure that we were getting everything set up making sure that we're answering um, people's feedback we're shooting we're shooting the new video that needs to go up Um, but deep down I always knew that if I don't do something you know nothing's gonna come of it so I do have big plans for 2018 there's a lot of things I want to do we might even go into video I just want you guys to know that we're still here and we're just getting started. Like I said, this is we're nowhere near starting a business, to be honest. This is still an idea. Um, but we're here. And what I wanted to do is I want to make it more personal. I want to 
invite everybody on this journey. We're no longer calling this just a podcast or or interview. This is going to be an interview style. It's going to be an audio log, not a vlog, an audio log where I document my weekly um, happenings, my weekly... Before we end today's episode, I actually have a short story to share with you guys. So this is going to be the first of many short stories that I'm going to be sharing. These are stories or snippets from my personal life that have come across throughout the weeks or throughout the days. These stories are short in the length of maybe a minute to two minute long. They're not long enough to fit into a full-on podcast, but short enough to be one of these bonus segments that I will leave in future episodes as well. So without further ado, let me jump into this specific story. Earlier this week, while taking a Lyft home from work, I met a very interesting Lyft driver. Her name was Stacy, and Stacy was going through a midlife crisis. Stacy's in her late 40s, and she just recently left her job as a car salesperson. While talking to Stacy on the way home, I learned two lessons about the used car market that I would love to share with you guys. Lesson one, if you're looking for a used car, instead of starting directly at a used car lot or CarMax, you might want to check your car rental company. Yep, you heard me correctly. I'm talking about Hearst's, Avis, Budget, and Enterprise. So why do you want to start there? What I learned from Stacy is that you have to look at the business model of these car rental companies. The main profit for these car rental companies is to have these cars on the road. In order to have these cars on the road and sustain these long mileages, they have to constantly put these cars through maintenance and oil change. To be exact, Stacy told me they typically go through maintenance and oil change every 2,500 miles. They're very, very rigorous in terms of making sure these cars can run a long, long time. What Stacy said was, instead of looking at the typical sedans or the, the Chevy Cruze that you would normally rent for $29.99 a day, look at the higher-end cars. I'm talking about Lexus, the Porsche, maybe even the SUVs. The reason being is because in order to rent these higher-end models, A, the user or the renter has to pay a higher premium. And on top of that, for some of the luxury cars, you have to be of a certain age. For example, for a Mercedes, you have to be at least 25 years old to rent that. So if you think about it from that angle, those higher-end luxury cars and SUVs are typically driven by more mature individuals who do not abuse the cars. If you do end up finding the right vehicle from some of these rental companies, you might actually walk away with a very, very decent price and also a car that you know is reliable because A, it's fairly new. Even though it has a lot of mileage on it, it's been regularly maintained because it's meant to last long. Lesson two, if you're looking to sell your car, do not go directly to the dealer and offer your car. Typically, if you go to a dealer, you will always get a lower value for your trade. Most people or a good number of people will sell it on the private marketplace, such as uh, an eBay or a Craigslist. But there's another avenue, actually. If you want to sell your car, it's best to go to CarMax. 
The reason being is CarMax is known within the car industry for always overpaying for used cars. And why are they overpaying for used cars, you say? First, they want to outcompete some of the other dealers in the marketplace so they can get some of the better inventories or they want to have a larger selection of inventories. But more importantly, the reason is because they can. CarMax has the money to go and buy cars at a much higher, used cars at a much higher price. But when it comes to selling these cars, those who typically go to CarMax to buy cars, they're financing the cars. And because you're financing it directly through CarMax, their rate, their interest rate is much higher. And that's how CarMax make back that interest. They are happy selling you a car that they paid more for. But when you're paying for that car, you're not paying it in full. They make that all back in interest. I remember when I was selling my 2014 Nissan Juke because I was looking for a larger car. I went directly to the dealership first looking for a trade-in. They offered me $8,000 for that car. And then I went to CarMax to get a quote. They came back with $14,000. That is a $6,000 difference. Was there any other difference in terms of the appearance or whatnot of the car? No, there wasn't. The What I realized when I was trading in my car, the CarMax, I realized you just have to be within a certain range in terms of mileage and in terms of overall um, aesthetics and overall quality of the car and you are in a bracket and that bracket covers a, a wide range in terms of how much they give you. So if you guys are looking to sell your car, uh, definitely check out CarMax first. The quote I believe they give you lasts anywhere between three to seven days, something along that lines. Uh, but yeah, I had a wonderful time with Stacy on the way back. It was very, very educational. I got to learn more about the automotive market, and that's something I've been super, super interested in for a long, long time. And that's also one of the topics that I want to talk about as we move forward. A big shout out to Stacy for being an awesome Bobette. Thank you guys so much for sticking through on this episode, the first episode of the New Year's. I'm sure you guys have a lot of questions, but don't worry. There's going to be a lot of new episodes coming out, and there's going to be a lot of sh- lot of episodes that's going to be revolving around the day-to-day, the week-to-week. To give you guys an example, I'm going to be going to CES 2018 next week, and I will be coming back with updates because I've been working on another side project. You guys heard me talk about CarWink. What is CarWink? Well, I'm going to talk to you guys about that next week. But stay tuned. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you guys for being part of this journey. We love you so much. And we just can't wait to just continue going down this path of success, this path of greatness. And we hope you guys can ride with us and you guys can grow with us. All right. Until next time, stay hungry, stay humble, and hustle on. Peace.